0: everyone we're back with another episode of conversations with the rabbi with rabbi scott houseman weiss today we're going to be talking about gossip Um, gossip is known as lashon hora in hebrew and we've heard a lot about it as a result of a recent series on netflix called 13 reasons why which i'm sure many of you have heard of in which a teenage girl commits suicide and explains to her friends via a series of cassette tapes what drove her to make that decision um, and we hear a lot about gossip in that show, um, how social media and technology have made gossip more perva- pervasive. So Rabbi Scott, what do you have to say about the reaction to this show? Um, there's been a lot of parental concern around how social media and smartphones are enhancing the speed and the harmfulness of gossip. What are what are we looking at right now and what is it that we can do about it?
1: Well, it is... Uh... It's a really complicated and challenging issue, Laura. Um, I mean, on, on the lighter side, I, I have to say that when my son was talking to me about the show, uh, I was impressed that he actually knew what a cassette was. Because <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I've ever shown him exactly what a That's cassette crazy, is. Yeah. And I thought, where did you learn that? And of course, mm-hmm. what did he say? The internet. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, this is a very serious issue uh and it's a serious issue, not because it it became one in two thousand and seventeen and I think that's one of the pieces that is crucial uh, for us to remember um, you know it's 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 so important for me as a rabbi to you know to to remember and to remind people that that the laws and rules and and guidelines about ethical and moral behavior they didn't need uh modern Twentieth century or twenty first century technology, to um, you know to for for them to be for them to cause to be created right they these things are not about technology they're about what it means to be human, right I mean there's there's all sorts of interesting um studies about you know anthropologists will look at um, the value of, of 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 gossip um in the sense of you know, sharing, uh, you know, which waterhole is safe or um, how somebody um, was eaten by an alligator at a particular spot and how that, you know, may not have been smart of that person, but most importantly, it shares with the community, don't go there, right? So there's something very human about needing and wanting to share information. Obviously, there's a big difference between sharing uh, utilitarian information and and information that's just, uh, that just just you know, makes us filled with, with, with a little bit of joy and a little bit of, of giddiness when we know something about somebody else.
0: Well, uh-huh. when I think about gossip, I think about the idea of talking about somebody else to avoid talking about myself, especially mm. if somebody else isn't yeah. doing as well as I am. Because if I'm talking about how poorly somebody mm-hmm. else is doing, then you're not paying attention to how poorly I might be doing. Yes. And that that makes me feel better temporarily, mm-hmm. which is why I think it's so addicting as a society is we can talk about other people all day long. We can avoid looking or focusing on ourselves. Other people may, remain the problem. Um, this has been going on, if you've watched the movie The Help, it was just as bad in the 1950s mm-hmm. as it is sure. now and 13 Reasons Why. We just have different mediums of doing it. But what is the Torah or what is your... Rabbinical guidance say around why we should or should not be doing this in the way that we're doing it and How do we stop talking about Uh other people? Should we stop talking about other people? Um, and What is it? What's the alternative? I mean in a society that's that talks about where conversations are often about others Mm -hmm. um, How do we transition out of that?
1: Well, it takes it takes a lot of discipline, right? And I think the discipline is not just um you know, we don't, we don't pull the, the discipline out of thin air. Um, the discipline is, 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 is rooted in something that is uh, crucial, which is if, to be a good human being. You know, one of the most important parts about being a good human being is we shouldn't do hurtful things to other people, right? You know, obviously that's a little oversimplification, but if one wants to, um, you know, shift one's behavior, uh, if one generally finds him or herself gossiping, well, the, the question that, that we can ask ourselves is, you know, um, you know, to what end is my sharing this information? Or, to what end is my being willing to sit and listen to this information? Um, you know, the rabbis teach that there are always three people who are hurt, in the act of gossip, there's the one who speaks the gossip. There's the one who hears the gossip, and of course, there's the one about whom the gossip is spoken. And so, there's the, the, with, with, with the with the Torah and what the rabbis want us to understand is that there is a distinction between uh, lashon hara or lashon hora, or and lashon hatov, meaning um, good. Words, good tongue, right? The question is, I think really ultimately the question is, what is our goal? I think you point out a great, uh, a great impetus for why people like to gossip. They like to shift the attention elsewhere, mm. right? If if I can uh, engage with a um, with a, with an idea or a concept that that shows how that person has got you know terrible source, terrible problems. Uh, they made bad decisions, they did this, they did that, and it's all about they, well, then I don't have to look at me, right? So there's definitely that power. And the, the, it's amazing how far Jewish tradition goes in discussing these issues. I mean, it really goes deeply. And only just this past week, we were looking at the Torah portion, a double Torah portion called Tazriya Mitzorah, which is that Torah portion that's all about leprosy. And all about skin diseases and skin eruptions and all those things that every barnabout mitzvah kid who happens to get that Torah portion is like, oh my gosh, Rabbi, what do I do with this? For the rabbis, leprosy was an outward sign of having engaged in gossip. It was a way to for people to see that pe- that people had 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 engage in this
0: harmful, uh, hurtful uh, act. So we don't have leprosy as, a, as an indicator of who, are, who has or has not gossiped anymore. And if right. we gossip ourselves, there's, there's nothing holding us accountable for that, really, than the way that it makes us feel. Um, but do you have an anecdote? I know you told me one earlier about what we're really doing when we are gossiping.
1: Yeah, there's this... Um, it's this wonderful story that that lots of people have heard in either synagogues or um, at summer camp, um, and it's 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 a story about a, a well, like every Jewish folk story it takes place in a small town, and of course there's a, and there's a rabbi, and and um, in this town um, there's a a man who particularly likes to gossip about the rabbi. Um, he might. Uh, speak while he while the rabbi was giving a sermon or he might talk about how he didn't think the rabbi uh, should have done this or he should have done that. And he always just, he was really just anything he could do to get somebody's ear to talk about the rabbi. Um, and this was going on for quite a while and, and uh, you know, the rabbi was aware of it but he just didn't want to pursue it and it was uh, not at this point, you know, really hurting him. Uh, for the rabbi, it, it was, he could see that it was really hurting Uh, hurting the man, but, uh, so Yom Kippur was, was, was approaching, and, um, and the rabbi, uh, uh, is, was out walking to, to shul, and, and the man approaches him, uh, and says, Rabbi, Rabbi, I, um, you know, Yom Kippur is, is about to, to be here, and, um, uh, Rabbi, I have to tell you, I've, I've, I've been gossiping about you, um, and I haven't, been very fair in what I've said and uh, I just I I, I'd like to have your 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 forgiveness I apologize and the rabbi says okay okay I I will forgive you but but first uh, I need you to meet me um, in this particular spot that looks over a a canyon near where they where they live the next day Um, and that's uh, okay sure and uh, and the rabbi says and bring with you a uh a pillowcase filled with with feathers. The man looks at him funny, but says, oh, all right. And so the next day, he shows up and he sees the rabbi and he says, hey, "Rabbi, I I have the, the the pillowcase filled with feathers, and uh, I'm not sure what why you wanted me to do this, but uh, will you forgive me? You know, Yom Kippur is now just a few days away." And the rabbi says, "Yes, as I said, I will, but first I need you to do something." And uh, at that moment, some wind began to kick up and, and uh, the rabbi told this man to go, go stand at the edge of the canyon and to, to empty out the pillowcase and let all the feathers fly and just sort of, you know, over the course of the, the, the over the canyon. And, and then, and the man then came back to the rabbi and said, okay, and the rabbi said, okay, now I want you to go and, and collect all the feathers. And the man looked at him dumbfounded and said, what, what do you mean? I, I couldn't possibly collect all the feathers. I mean, once once I let them go, they just were taken by the wind. I don't know where they went. And the rabbi said, and that is exactly what happens when one gossips. Yes, my son, I will forgive you, but please know, there's nothing you're ever going to be able to do to collect all of the words that you spread. And they will reappear. In your life, and in my life, in ways that neither of us can can imagine yet. I pray that there's no serious harm done. But it's important for you to know, for the future in your life, that any time you share words, and this is for us today via text, you know, via Facebook, uh, via email, on the phone, any which way. Uh, there is no getting them all back. And how much the more so is that true today with social media? Information travels fast. And you can't ever fully get it back. There's no way of completely getting rid of it. So I would say to uh, those of you listening, ask yourself the question the next time you have the urge to share news about somebody else. Ask yourself, to what end am I sharing this? Is this emergency? Is this an urgent matter? Is it um, a matter of um, uh, taking care of people? Is it of that great importance? And if it is, then you can judge how important it is for you to share. But if it's just a matter of filling you up in a kind of negative way, uh, distracting your attention from yourself and placing it on others, I think you might want to breathe and step away and let go of that need. And I think you will find much greater happiness in this kind of action than the easier one to take.
0: Well, thank you very much, Rabbi Scott. That's all the time we have for today. But if you want to learn more about Rabbi Scott and Congregation Shema you can visit us on the web anytime at ShemaKalinu.com. And we'll look forward to joining you again next time.